Oh my goodness, we have quite the episode here today. I know that my dearest Eleanor loves a good conspiracy theory or two, so we are really, really going to get into one of the most complex, fascinating, dark, bizarre conspiracy theories I've ever heard, specifically about mind control, secret government experiments, children with psychic powers, monsters. Okay, fine, I'm just talking about Stranger Things, but... Did you know that there is a real place that may just have inspired the entire show? I was about to say, does today's episode star Millie Bobby Brown, perhaps? Louie, <laughs> <laughs> we have a sordid history with camp-based media, specifically American Horror Story. And oh, God. <laughs> it's camp-based season. I used to love summer camp. I love Stranger Things. I have seen every episode. Big, 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 big fan. I feel like I haven't been able to say this in a minute, guys. So put on your tinfoil hats at home. Grab your tents, your can of beans. What else do you need? Your flint. (laughs) What else is there to camping but a tent, a flint, and a can of beans? I'm out there. Let's do it. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loie, your evidence expert, one of your camp counselors for today as well. Oh, I love that. My name is Eleanor, <laughs> camp counselor number two. We need a camp name. I volunteered Ooh. at a Girl Scout camp for, God, had to have been like six summers in a row. Mm. We always had a camp name and we always had a banner. We'll find it by the end of the episode. <laughs> Not you with your Girl Scout camp and me at literal Bible camp. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen... Listen, were you ever at horse camp? Do we have the trifecta? Yes, 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 yes. I went amazing, to horse camp. Amazing, amazing. <gasps> oh my God. We are those girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, together we are the camp and gruesome twosome. And this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for. We might starve to death out in the woods together. Mike Grizzly Bear. One thing's for sure. We're glad to have you guys as human shields and protection (laughs) um, for this recording today. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome campers to Camp 
hero. Maybe not, though. Listen, I'm going to leave us in this lighthearted universe where Camp Hero is kind of like a funsies little like punchline because it doesn't stay that way for long. <laughs> have you watched Stranger Things? You said you're a big fan. I have watched Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. Season two, I think this is a pretty unpopular opinion, is my favorite mm-hmm. season by far. Oh. I love the little demidog ghoulie ghoulies. I think they're fun. Oh, aren't they fun? Right? The Demogorgon was a monster in my favorite video game, Dead by Daylight, for a while. But I think that they lost the rights to him (laughs) because for the first time removed that DLC. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He's owned by, again, Millie. He's in the Millieverse. Trapped in the Millieverse. (laughs) They sent him back. They sent him back. (laughs) But fun fact about Stranger Things, actually, the working title of it was called Montauk, which is where Camp Hero is located. So if we needed any further evidence that it was probably something that inspired Stranger Things, case closed. (laughs) However, let's talk about Camp Hero and what exactly it was, because it has a very fascinating history that has spawned so many bizarre conspiracy theories, urban legends. I don't even know what to believe after this. And I think you guys are probably going to come to the same conclusion. So Camp Hero is a former military base located in Montauk, New York. Built in 1942 as a coastal defense network against Nazi Germany, it was shut down in 1981. It currently does operate as a state park, but is believed by most, to be the site of one of the most secretive government operations in U.S. history. Rumors about government mind control experiments circulated throughout the mid-1980s. These conspiracies gained popularity from Preston B. Nichols and Peter Moon, who wrote the Montauk Project, Experiments in Time, which came out in 1992. Stay with me here. I'm throwing a lot of names, a lot of numbers at you. But Nichols was supposedly a camp hero technician in the 70s, where he saw firsthand the government's experimentation with time travel, teleportation, mind control. He even claimed that they tried to erase his own memory. And so he writes this book. He writes this book as like a tell-all. He's like, hey, man, there's some weird stuff going down at Camp Hero. After the book was published, many more came out. So to recap, Camp Hero was a real location which was used as like a coastal defense network against Nazi Germany that was shut down in the 80s and operates as a state park. However, people claim it ran much longer than the public thought that it did, but for the sole purpose of conducting crazy experiments on people. With me so far? I'm with you. Okay. I'm curious how this book was received. Like, is this something we just found because we're looking into Camp Hero or was this like a a bestseller moment? Did people believe him? Was there any evidence that he was actually a technician in the book? Was it really presented in a way where you were supposed to believe him? This was supposed to be a factual tell-all account. Was it a bestseller? Not necessarily, but it certainly was received as like a conspiracy theory. The point of view of this book was basically the author himself saying like, this all is like stuff that I experience. All of it is real. So... I mean, most people I don't think were like, something's going on at Camp Hero. I think most people received it as a conspiracy theory, but it kind of got a lot more people talking. And some of those people claim to have their own experiences at Camp Hero. At this point, you might be wondering, what were these experiences? What was the camp? Were they roasting marshmallows, maybe? Telling ghost stories around a campfire, perhaps? 
No, no, no. <laughs> there were crazy experiments conducted on mostly children, known as the Montauk Boys, who were kidnapped and abused for the purposes of these experiments. I want to reiterate that we don't have any evidence of this. This is all a theory, a conspiracy theory. But in this conspiracy theory, the children that were basically abducted to be part of these experiments were said to either be homeless or runaways, making them an easy target to manipulate. According to Nichols, their mind was stripped and reformed through computers and reinserted into the body. I got really stuck on this for a long time. Like the idea that you could take someone's like consciousness out of their head with a computer. What does that mean? <laughs> okay, in this world, they were like hooked up to computers, like their minds were like stripped, I think like recoded, and then mm -hmm. all of the information was like sent back. How much evidence is there that people have collected that's actually behind Camp Hero? Like, are these stories literally just coming or like even, I don't know, Scientology, mm -hmm. people kind of base these ideologies and these ideas and these conspiracies around it. Like, are the accounts actually real people is there any evidence at all is this like an actual conspiracy theory with anything behind it or are we in like flat earth territory here here's the thing that's so interesting about this is i think that initially upon hearing it it doesn't even seem that far-fetched because the government was literally experimenting the effects of lsd on people through, you know, hoping to learn about mind control. Like, this is mm -hmm. like a real thing that happened. Right. With what were those projects called? What was that called? I don't know. I was trying to. That's MK what I was. Ultra. Oh yes. my God. Yes. Why did that escape my brain? That's so what I was hard. trying to think of. Like, a real thing that actually happened that's like, yeah. they won't admit to things, but like, it happened. You know, like, is this one of those? The stories are entirely, like, they entirely come from, like, either Nichols or anyone. Like, I'm going to talk about here in a moment. Someone came forward and claimed to be one of the Montauk boys. He was like, yeah, my mind was snatched. It was used for mind control. So those are all from people. There's no evidence. However, we're going to get into some really interesting stuff about Camp Hero that I really truly believe that after it closed down in 1981, I really don't think it was closed at all. What it was used for, I don't know. Interesting. Okay. You have me hooked. It's really fascinating. So here's what's fascinating. Like, I guess the end goal of these experiments, they're literally like taking people's brains out through computers and reinserting them and all this stuff. And I guess I was just like, what's the end goal? But apparently, listen to this, this is nuts. Children would sit on an electromagnetic mind reading chair called the Montauk chair, and they would manifest objects into reality by just thinking about them. Like, think like they're sitting there and they're like, apple, like over and over again. They're just thinking about an apple. And apple would just fall out of thin air. Okay. That was the end goal, to manifest an apple. What is this obsession with Montauk? I've been to Montauk. Really? I actually have, for, of all things, a brand trip for Amika. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. We did a salt cave and a spin session. It was absolutely lovely. Cute. I was so happy to go. Didn't know about the darker side of Montauk. Lord was the only other person staying at the hotel we were at. Very random. Like Lord? Like Lord, like the, the singer Lord. <laughs> I was too like nervous and self-conscious to look. And I also like obviously much less than Lord am occasionally recognized by people. And I always love when people come up to me and like say hi. I like I love being approached, but I hate when people just will like stare at me. So I'm very conscious, like never look at yes. people unless I like intend to like bother her, which I was not going to do. Anyway, very long story short, you had me up until the Apple manifestation. You really did. Because yeah. I agreed. I was like, you know, 
I could see the government mm-hmm. snatching people off the street, snatching kids off the street and like yes. trying drugs on them. And maybe like up until the specificity of the Montauk chair and the Apple manifestation, I was like, maybe you really could believe that your brain is going through a computer and coming back to you and something's been changed. And, you know, enlightenment for better or worse is something that a lot of people describe after they do drugs. Mm-hmm. This seems unlikely. So I have informed that the apple never was manifested. That's just what they were hoping for. I know I wanted the apple to manifest, but I hear you. Like, I think that it does sound like something that's somewhat likely. Listen, I'm going to give you a little personal story time here on IUL and for Ellie specifically. I can't believe I've never told you this before, Eleanor. So one of my last like big girl jobs was working at AT AT&T. Nothing but love and light to AT&T's corporation. I use Verizon (laughs) personally. But when I worked there, I was literally 19 years old. I had no business running an entire cell phone store by myself. I had no idea what I was doing. But I lived in like a town where basically people would come in and buy the same flip phone that they had had for like 20 some odd years. And I would get like one customer a day. So... My one customer a day one time was this lady who came in and she had a binder filled with notes and she came up to me and I guess was just like very upset because she believed that AT&T was like the cell phone towers and the electromagnetic fields were like messing with people's brains and they were stalking her and they had bugged her house and like all of this stuff. This had never happened like at any other point. Like I was really taken aback and I didn't know like what to say because I Mm -hmm. thought it was like really obvious she was like having a crisis and like I didn't know like what to do in that circumstance. Right. But then she sat there and told me that this was something she'd experienced before because she was part of the MK Ultra experiences. Like what? She was like, yeah, I was part of MK Ultra. Like I've had people experiment on me before. Like I'm not going to have it happen again. And I. To this day, I think about that all the time because now I'm like, listen, it's not that wild because people really were experimented on with like drugs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, it's just so fascinating. But anyway, that's what kept like popping into my mind during this. Like, what if she had come in instead and been like, I was part of Camp Hero? Up next, we'll dive into what the government supposedly did to their victims and how social media has reacted. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. PG. 
So it's said that the government also potentially within the world of Camp Hero. Well, you know what? It's not even related to Camp Hero. I think we're just talking about government experimentations at this point in general. They also wanted to explore alternate dimensions. Another conspiracy theory revolves around the Philadelphia experiment in the 1940s that pioneered the technology that was then used for Camp Hero. In 1943, in October specifically, the Navy supposedly conducted secret experiments at the Philadelphia naval shipyard that made a ship disappear from radar detectors. Now, witnesses claim to see an eerie blue greenish glow that surrounded the ship and then it vanished right before their eyes. Theorists believe that it traveled from another dimension when it then appeared in Montauk. So this is like the basis supposedly for these experiments is that like it's the idea that we can make things manifest or disappear from reality and like where do they go i'm not necessarily sure where are they coming from i don't know but that's apparently the end goal of everything that was happening at camp hero i feel like with these government conspiracies every time we talk about them on the pod i'm always so Mm -hmm. willing like i go into it so willing and open Mm -hmm. and receptive to believe it and i'm like yes It makes sense that the government would be like that the Navy would be working on a way to make their ships disappear. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, it's from another dimension. Er, You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like it makes sense that like I think they have it for planes, like cloaking devices where Mm -hmm. you can't, you know, like you're not able to see a plane. Like it makes sense they would do things like that. But people always take it to such an extreme. I'm like, I cannot get behind this as a whole because it just like... All of a sudden, it goes from being scientific to sci-fi very quickly, out of nowhere. It is so crazy how quickly it happens, huh? Like, where you're, like, suspended in almost, like, belief to, like, what? It does happen so fast. Speaking of not suspending you in relief at all, are you ready to talk about a mythical creature, potentially? Ooh, is it a cryptid? In 2008, an unidentified animal carcass washed up on the beach just four miles away from Camp Hero. So unrelated to all of the experiments, it's just like another thing that's kind of strange about it. And when you look at it, it looks like a mammal with like a beak. So Al, do not click on the link. Just don't. I tragically already did. It's so horrifying. No, it's like a beaked pig i will say my fear of dead birds comes mostly from the feathers so it's only horrifying in that it's like a gross dead animal but i've actually seen this picture and it used to scare me a lot really yeah i find it really unsettling well local newspapers speculated that this animal was the montauk monster and it came from the plum island animal disease center another government facility due to an experiment gone wrong Experts say it was badly decomposed, obviously, and most people theorize that it was a badly decomposed raccoon, question mark, but its appearance says otherwise. Is this like a real thing or is this a Momo, the momification? Is this like an art project or a like a photo? No, no, this is real. That's like a real image of a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so this horrifying. photograph was like taken of the creature. I hate that. Like it's like a real picture. Which is more horrifying, this or the thousands of Garfield plushes that washed ashore, apparently in France for thirty years? Did you know about this? What? Did you know about this? In this what? town in France, 
All these Garfield plushes were just washing ashore at random for 30 years. And it took them that long to figure out that it was from like this shipping, like Garfield shipping crate, I guess, that had broken in the ocean. But it was like thousands of these little Garfields just inundating this town, never letting them rest. Super Eyepatch Wolf, who was my favorite YouTuber of all time, did a two hour Garfield deep dive video. And it's been all I can think about. That's perhaps the most insidious thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Thousands of Garfields. Little Garfields. Washing up on shore. Well, maybe Garfields of varying sizes. Ooh, that's really freaky. I mean, Garfield in and of itself is kind of an insidious figure, I learned. Yes, yes. I hope we have some overlap in the Garfield fandom. Someone is just like dying. This is the best day of their lives. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, the gruesome twosome has covered Garfield. (laughs) They're like, heck yeah. Well, second only to the horrors of Garfield is the Montauk monster. So people are claiming this is a raccoon. I don't think so. It certainly does not look like a raccoon. I've never seen anything that looks like this. Could it be from another dimension? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Really? I mean, is it a raccoon? Is it like mm, just an animal we haven't learned about? No, perhaps from a different dimension. So... The Montauk Project has since been the subject of many films and TV shows. A film called The Montauk Chronicles was about the government's agenda at Camp Hero. This came out in 2015. You know, so just a reference of it in pop culture, of course, an entire movie around it. Catch me watching it this afternoon. Now, in like a real sense, like in a not fictional sense, I suppose, one Camp Hero explorer was interviewed on the History Channel's Dark Files and talked about seeing an underground tunnel. Like basically they did the Disney thing that we always talk about, the urban exploration. They go into Camp Hero, they explore it, and they wound up seeing some crazy stuff. An underground tunnel, empty rooms covered with psychedelic wallpaper, perhaps for drug experimentation, and records of money being spent on food years after the base was decommissioned, which this is only alarming because it potentially proves that like there at least was something going on at Camp Hero well after it closed. Now, the psychedelic wallpaper and stuff maybe leads me to believe it was more of the same MK Ultra stuff, but either way, really really weird. Now, this has made its way onto the internet, of course. People have talked about Camp Hero at length. And one Twitter user, Happy Bigrin, (laughs) posted that her dad was actually stationed at Camp Hero in the late 50s. They believe that his experiences there were paramount to his eventual dementia, that like everything that he went through there basically like deteriorated his brain heavily. And then one Reddit user, Ageless Asectic, I hope I'm saying that correctly, posted about their strange experience exploring Camp Hero in 2016. So another urban explorer. He drove around the forested park and heard the sound of generators, even though it was in the middle of nowhere. A state trooper showed up out of nowhere and monitored his every move and even followed him onto the highway when he left. So... In this interview from mm-hmm. the Camp Hero Explorer, mm-hmm. were there any pictures or any documentation? You said he talked about seeing these things. Did he take, Good are there question. any images of Camp Hero on the internet that you can find? So photos of this definitely exist. Like photos from that interview alone exist. But it's just a question of like, from what I've seen, the photos that I've seen, it looks like any abandoned hospital or building or like mm-hmm. facility. Like you just see hallways and debris and graffiti. Like you don't know, is it really from there? Is it not? I would assume yes. There's no reason to 
use a different abandoned place, but maybe not. It's really hard to get in there for obvious reasons. It's literally a government facility. What was the detail that made you really feel like Camp Hero was used past when it claimed to have shut down? Because at the beginning of the pod, you were like, Mm -hmm. I really think they were up to some nefarious activities, up to no good. What account or like story was it that made you think that? Okay, I at the very least think that Camp Hero was used for something after the point when it was supposedly shut down because of the record of like food being spent there after Mm. the base was decommissioned alone. Could that explorer have been lying or, you know, making it up for funsies? Maybe. But when he was talking about like the psychedelic wallpaper and like these logs of food being ordered or, you know, food being put into the cafeteria or whatever... I don't know. The timeline sort of matches up where it could have been part of MK Ultra, the MK Ultra experiments, not to like really turn into a conspiracy theorist, but like I don't necessarily think that this was used for something completely different than what was already going on with MK Ultra, if okay. anything happened there at all. That makes sense. So it's more like the possibility. You're open to the yes. idea that these things were happening because we know they were happening. Not so much that any like really account of Camp Hero yeah. grips Yeah, you. it's okay. not that I believe in the Camp Hero stories necessarily. Like, I don't think it's that far-fetched that the government might try to do those experiments at the same time that they were also experimenting if they could control people's minds. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that out of the realm of possibility. But I don't think that I believe, like, the stories that, like you know, Nichols was publishing or like people came out with. I just believe it's totally possible. You know, from what you've heard, is there anything that leads you to believe that this place was used for something other than its original like purpose? (laughs) Purpose. Yes. Original intention. Do you think that it was used for anything beyond its original purpose? Or do you think that this is all just a conspiracy? Uh, It's hard to say for this one. None of the evidence was particularly gripping I guess it's still hard for me to Mm -hmm. like of course the government would want to manifest apples like that makes sense to me as we said but then we just get to this extreme where it just starts making a little bit less sense and starts devolving I very much believe that things like this existed and like I guess why not Camp Hero you know what I mean like I'm sure the government was and has been doing and is continuing to do Mm -hmm. thousands of these experiments who knows where so maybe but it doesn't seem like any of the individual evidence like points to any legitimacy, I guess. What about you? Where do you stand? Just based off of the urban exploration stories, it's not that I've even seen any evidence necessarily that leads me to believe that it absolutely would have been used for something after it's shut down. What was it used for originally? Like a Nazi Germany defense network? It's not that I think that there's any really solid evidence. I just, listen, Other than our podcast, I'm a big fan of Dark History from Bailey Sarian, and I listened to her entire episode on MKUltra. And like listening to that and knowing there's so much evidence of that and that that's like just something that was happening that we were experimenting on people's brains. Mm -hmm. I think the Camp Hero maybe was used for something strange after it shut down. But in the same way that like Area 51, do I believe that they're holding buckets of aliens there? (laughs) E.T. No, I don't. But I do think that there are some classified things there, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're working on something at Area 51. Do I know what that is? No. But I think I kind of fall somewhere in the middle. Like, I guess in reality, I know that there's no reason to believe in it, but I kind of think Camp Hero could have been like a site for experimentation of some sort 
Do I think it was to manifest apples? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I think that that's where I'm following it. What better use for billions of government dollars than to manifest apples? Just tons of apples. Would we ever, like if we could urban explore with no consequences, would we ever go there? No. No, I wouldn't. Like, no, I would no. not. I've said this before. I don't like spooky, ooky places. I will go and investigate like a a haunted I don't know a place with a vibe but somewhere that like best case scenario for the exploration is like this place where they were experimenting on the homeless youth what am I gonna find there you know what I mean nothing good any spirit or like any little I don't know inkling of history I could encounter in any way is just gonna make me sad that's true that would be my consequence that's very true we're so curious to know what you guys have to say about this one were you familiar with Camp Hero or the Montauk Boys or anything with the story do you know anything that may sway us in either direction let us know all of our social media by using hashtag gruesome twosome we would love to hear from you Thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we've loved diving into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, and Ed Simpson from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound designed by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Yumi Shin. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor, better known as Snitchery. AKA the gruesome twosome.